My old coworker and I this morning were talking about angels because she had posted um she had posted a video of a seraphim <laughs> and she was like what it's just so it looks you know it looks so crazy you know because seraphims are uh multi-winged creatures usually with like anywhere between four to six wings um also they have eyes all over them or what to us would look like eyes right uh they fly obviously and um you know they're like this this rotating being um even when they're flying even when they're still they're always rotating you know uh and then when i commented i was like wow this is so cool that you know somebody took this um the biblical description of them so usually uh usually you could find the direct biblical descriptions of them in the book of enoch the book of enoch goes into detail um in addition to scripture about angels and what they look like um however seraphim are not exactly angels they are divine beings divine creations that have a different job like they don't do what angels do at all they're just they're a type of divine being so they're like a elohim right just like cherubims just like um oh man there's another one there's literally many 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 different types of divine creations in the heavens which we would call them elohim because they're literally created by God for God and only for God. However, angels, oh man, this is this is such a cool topic. Angels are these divine beings that were created in God's image. So, if you know how I always say what God's image is, God is the embodiment of masculine and feminine energy. Okay, and not just what we perceive as masculine and feminine, but also like, for example, the sun and the moon. You know, it's it's a balance. It's a equal, complete state. Um, majority of angels that we hear about, um, for example, are archangels. Right, so everybody knows about Michael, Gabriel, Ariel, Uriel. Um, yeah, Michael, Gabriel, Ariel, Uriel, all the L's, right? And L is exactly like how I said, it's short for Elohim, meaning belongs to God. Okay, um, the craziest thing about angels is that. <laughs> this is what we were talking about. The fact that they are absolutely terrifying if you see them in their true form. Right? Because remember that they are not... The way that they were created was not to actually be comprehended and accepted by human eyes. Because they're from a whole different wavelength. They're from a whole different dimension compared to where we're from 
right? Like we're used to things making sense. We're used to people being no more than six feet tall, max, you know, we're used to people being male or female, right? Like we're used to very, you know, uh, straightforward things. However, when you're dealing with divine beings from another realm, (laughs) it's not straightforward. It's not what you think. Again, they are divine creations, okay, who are communicators between the heavens and the earth. All right, so when they come down here in their form, people are always terrified. Why? Because when you look in the scriptures, You'll see, um, for example, when they went to visit Elizabeth and her husband, right? When John the Baptist was going to come, she was terrified. And they always would say, (laughs) they always would say, fear not, fear not. Like, don't be scared. (laughs) Um, Even, for example, when they went to, like, when they pulled up on Mary, Right when they pulled up on Mary, Mary was scared, and they told her, "Fear not, you know, you you found favor in the Lord, so that's why we're here. We're here to come bless you with this insane divine revelation to you." And you know, no one else needed to see them. No one else needed to to. No one else needs to know these divine revelations except who is supposed to know. So, for example, when they appeared to Elizabeth and I believe, was it James? Was it Thomas? When they appeared to John the Baptist's parents, they appeared to them, one, separately, but two, they appeared to them in a way where no one else was supposed to know or see what they have been seeing. So even if they appeared to them together, it was like, okay, it's just y'all two. It's just who's supposed to know. Same thing for Mary and Joseph, right? When they appeared to Mary, they appeared to her first, you know, and they had to tell her like, hey, this is what you're supposed to know. This is all for you. They didn't tell her nothing about what Joseph was supposed to know. You notice that? Like, that's how you know that they, they don't come to play. They don't come to get things confused. They come to deliver you your message, your part, and ensure you that you will be protected. You will be okay. You'll be safe. And then when they went to Joseph, they told him his part. Right? It's like when they come, they come to get the, the job done, and they don't, they don't miss nothing. Um, now, when we talk about their physical features what they look like. Angels can come to earth and look like anything that they want to look like. Anything. However, usually because they come to deliver messages to humankind, they come in a form that we can perceive with our eyes. All right? But usually, usually they're pretty tall. And they usually come as males. Because they understand how society here is. However, (laughs) however, they are not males. They are not any form of human understanding. The closest word to what an angel would be is androgynous. They have no gender or sex. 
they are just them. And you say, well, that's crazy. How do you know that? Okay, boom, let's go back to Lot. Let's go back to when Abraham told God, hey, I need you to save my cousin before you burn down Sodom and Gomorrah. God sent the angels, right? When the angels came, they came in these human-like forms, right? Obviously, so that they don't scare Lot. Because remember that Lot wasn't the one who initially received the promise. It was Abraham. So Abraham knows, like... (laughs) When you see this happen, you know, when you see us coming, you know what we're here to do. Now, for Lot, Lot understood that they were divine beings because of their presence, because of their angelic energy. However, the men in the village, and this is something that always dawned on me because I'm like, they got to be more to this story. Because it's like, well, why would, why would they want to beat down Lot's door to sleep with these angels if the angels look like men, right? If they looked exactly like regular men, why would they want to sleep with them? That doesn't make sense. And it's true. It doesn't make sense. The reason why they wanted to see these beings and like do all their evils to these beings is because these beings were fucking beautiful. Ooh, I heard that in my ear. These angels were, they were, they're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Their skin glows. They have some of the clearest skin you'll ever imagine. It's so clear that it's like diamonds to the human perception. You know, Um, on top of that, usually they have long hair. Their hair is usually very long. Right. So that's given that female like aspects. And again, their bodies are somewhat in between. It's not it's not exactly masculine and it's not exactly feminine. It's androgynous. It's somewhere in between. Okay, and you ask again, why? What did God say about creation? What did he say? I created them. What? Male and female. So that means that all creation has that same type of embodiment. But it's human perception that makes us feel like, oh, no, well, all angels have to be men or all like, you know what I'm saying? Well, you have a limited 3D perception of the world, like when you're still very stuck in the world or you're still very stuck in Christianity or any type of like religion that that tries to program you to see in angels as like these white men or even like the Hebrew Israelites and try to make angels look like just purely black men like all of y'all is right they can come as any of those whatever is appropriate however they're not men they're not women either but they can come as women if they need to you see in revelations when they talk about the the uh theme, the women angels in heaven guarding this um this this woman guarding the woman who fled from the dragon it was two or three female looking angels who guarded that woman right so they can come however they want to come it doesn't matter and really to you it shouldn't matter either like if gender and stuff matters so much to you 
then you're not ready for the timeline jump. You're not ready for the timeline shift because you're holding on to 3D mindsets, 3D mentalities, these limiting beliefs to where, yes, God can show up in your life, but God can't show up and show out in your life if you don't believe in the impossible in this world. It's only impossible here because they try to program you to let you, you know, believe what they want you to believe. But in actuality, they know that this stuff exists. They know that this stuff is real. They know how in-depth this is. So that's why sometimes when you're walking on the street sometimes and you're completely minding your business and all of a sudden this person just passes you by. And you feel airy, but you feel happy, but you feel blessed, but you, you feel weird, right? It's happened to me a few times. And when I go to look back, it's either the person completely disappeared or it would be like I'm too afraid to look back. <laughs> and usually that's how I would know when I'm, I'm somewhat around some type of angelic presence. Now, again, all angels are messengers, they come to do an assignment. Some of their, most majority of their assignments are pretty peaceful. You know, all their assignments are good. But some are peaceful. Majority are peaceful. But then the rest are destructive as fuck. Like, look, for example, again, look at Lot. You know, look at, um, who was that? I think it was in numbers when the angels warned who do they warn i don't know why his name is not coming to me and i'm seeing again seeing a name in my head and i can't get it out anyways they warned um this small village like hey you know if you don't if you block god's people we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to get cracking out here right um example for example look at in revelations when they talk about the angels pouring over those bowls of despair, pestilence, war, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, pouring this energy into the earth to bring about this destruction, which may sound horrible. But when you step out of the world and you look into a bigger picture, you're like, oh, got it. Got to burn shit down to create new shit. Got it. No problem. Right? Like they, they don't always come to like, be, they're not fairies just like how god is not santa claus angels are not fairies they're not they're not anything to play with really that's why when they come again they're very serious they're extremely it's, sometimes it's even how serious they are i believe that can scare people because they don't come to play games with you they don't come to to dance around the sun with you and that's where new age spirituality gets things fucked up because they try to make these angels look like, oh, they come for tarot readings. They come. No, they do not. They don't fucking they don't have time for that. You really think they're going to come for a tarot reading? Are you kidding me? And you're not doing a tarot reading to save the world. No, they're not fucking coming for that. Are you, come on. You're lying to people. You're trying to make yourself look cool. It's not cool. You need to stop playing with angels because if they pour that bowl of destruction over your life, by the order of the most high God, you're going to regret it. People need to be very careful playing around with angels. 
Now, of course, we have what would be everybody's favorite. And this is something that people don't even realize, but Satan is really your favorite angel. That ass. Satan is your favorite angel. Um, and I don't mean y'all, like, if you're listening. No, but I just mean, like, Satan is humanity's favorite angel. That ass. Because, like, let's say, for example, how, like, his story, you know, the fact that he boasted himself up above God and then, you know, got placed under the earth, under the earth's, uh, under the earth's turf, you know, which would definitely probably explain why there is so much heat and magma and all that type of shit in the center of the earth. That's probably where that's probably where hate, uh, Satan lives, you know. But in in regards to that, before we get too deep into that shit, um, Satan is people's favorite angels because uh, favorite angel, because one, they love demonic music. And demonic music is any kind of music that can shift or change your mood into doing something that is a sin or goes against God. That's demonic music. And that was something that if you, especially if you were a 90s baby, you grew up in that era of like black women trying to like stop Nelly from swiping credit cards down women's butts. You know, um, trying to stop Ludacris from having naked women or women in bikinis in his videos, right? Like, we've seen that and we didn't understand it. I never understand what they would mean when they say, like, stop listening to devil's music or whatever like that. It's not exactly that it's devil's music. It's that it changes you. It kind of like, it's kind of like mind control. If you're not strong enough in spirit, it can fuck with you. And again, make you do crazy shit. Look at drill music, right? When we see an increase in drill music, we've seen an increase in real life crime, real life murder. Um, let's say, for example, when we go back to the to the 2000s, you know, 90s, 2000s. In the 90s, they had an increase of gang related music, right? So from the late 80s, 90s, you've seen an increase in real life gangs. Um, Let's say in 2000s, you've seen the increase of degradation of women, you know, degrading and devaluing women in the music. Now, look at that. It's like (laughs) you've seen it in real life, too. Like the music and culture and stuff is very powerful because it can't influence the mind. Plato said that the best way to control the mass population is to control them using the media. Right? And that was, how much years ago was that? Thousands of years ago. But it still stands. He was right. And the thing is, is that usually it is that version of satanic influence see the thing that people don't understand is that everything was designed from the beginning to be as it was god knew that satan was gonna be like this god everything was already planned everything was already like like god already knew so at the end of the day it's like okay well i'm gonna give you one of the most kind of fucked up assignments and i think i talked about this before because i remember i feel like i remember it like, I'm going to give you a, a fucked up assignment now. Since at the end of the day, I created you, I'm going to put you to work. I'm going to put you to work. Since you think that you're going to rebel against me and, you know, try to influence this, influence that, and have people um, choose their free will more so over choosing my divine will for their life. All right. 
Now I'm going to give you the most fucked up job. So when you see like, oh, people are like, oh, you know, Satan was in charge of the music and the heavens and stuff like that. Exactly. So why when you listen to music, you're not careful over your mind and over what you're being influenced? Why? Because that's your favorite angel. He's the most relatable angel to you. Why? Because when humans, when humans are raised in a sense where the true presence of God, and this is how I'm talking because this was me. And I'm just like everybody else. So when you're not really raised with the full presence of God, the full understanding and knowing of God, not just the biblical Christian God, no, not that one, the real essence of God, then you don't know all this stuff. You don't really know how deep this shit goes. So therefore, you're easily influenced again to be hypersexual, to be, you know, like, like, like a liar a cheater, a stealer, whatever, whatever they're trying to influence you to do. And again, this is all scientifically proven because you can see the correlation between whatever the music is promoting and whatever the people are actually doing. For example, look at today. Today we have this false sense of feminism where women are degrading themselves now right like it's so many years of the men degrading the women that now they degrade themselves and call it empowerment but yet when you look at these people's real lives (laughs) when the cameras is off they're at home with their husband their wives whatever chilling living a regular life you understand what i'm saying so they're playing you and that's why the the um industry is very demonic because it's all illusions mystical mystical illusions that is the most dangerous part about the media today look at all these actors and shit if you're i don't know about you but when i was a kid i was so impressionable that when i used to watch movies shows and videos i used to think that this shit was real so it was like programming me to act and be a certain type of way and it was programming me to act and be in my lower vibrational self. What is Satan? Your lowest vibrational self, the root chakra. That dark red chakra, that, that very basic being, that very selfish being. So you're all about glorifying what? Self, not God, not, he, not everybody else, self. And that is why the music, it can be called demonic. I tell you, I didn't get it. I'm, I'm just like you. I did not get it before. I used to be like, why are you always saying that? Like, it's just music. What's the big deal? It's just music. Who cares? But I noticed it. Like, anytime that I want to be in a hyped up ass mood or whatever, I'll put on some hype up ass music. But then I will notice how different it makes me feel than when I'm listening to really my favorite kind of music, which is more mellow, chill, usually has some type of inspirational um, messages to it or has very soft. Oh, I love very soft music. Right. And again, that's not to say that that music is probably not influenced, too. However, it's usually not like I'm very aware now to all the little subliminal messages that be in the music. So now that I'm out of the world, I can see the things of the world for what they really are. So I pick and choose what frequencies I want to be in. You know, but I'm aware of it. That's the difference. If you're not aware of it, then it could easily overtake you. And then all of a sudden you start doing wild shit. You start drinking, 
you start partying, maybe you start smoking more, whatever, like, because you're not aware, it's unconscious. And that's what, that's what's dangerous. But once you get conscious about it and about how it's influencing your vibration, your frequency, your aura, then you can also start making better decisions as to what you're digesting. You know, because as a human, oh my God, I am deep. I am digressing. (laughs) Anyways, Satan, okay, which in the book of Enoch, his name is Satan L. Right? But again, once he descended and lost his glory in God, they took the L off and they just call him Satan now. But he's still Satan L. You know, because it is what it is. He is an Elohim. He is a divine creation that God made. He has a job, too. He's still an angel, too. He still has the powers to appear in all kinds of forms, just like regular angels, too. Um, When before the flood, when him and the other 200 angels decided to descend to Earth, right? Because he's not the only one. That's what people fail to realize. He's not the only one. And he's not the father of them all he's the leader of them all but he's not the father he did not create them god created those other angels too but those other angels were not like archangels they were they were just you know regular angels they didn't have special abilities and stuff like um satan michael ariel you know they they didn't have it um and gabriel they didn't have those powers so when he convinced them to go, you know, to come with him, or when he influenced them to come down, they started to have, um, they started to have sexual intercourse, because again, they can appear in whatever form, right? They can appear any. I think all angels can appear in all kinds of forms, but there's just certain powers and abilities that some can do because of their rank, and some cannot do. So. What they would do is come down and they slept with human women. They slept with human women. um, And then you also start to see that they slept with other creations. So um, birds. They slept with birds. They slept with um, fish. They they slept with all kinds of beings. And that's why when you hear now today... Um, people are like, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of spirits. There's mermaid spirits. There's frog spirits. There's all these marine. No, no, no. That is not something to get attracted to. That is not something to accept. Those are illegitimate creations. Which is ironic how you start to see, you know, when you look at our government and you look at, you know, so what this what they allow scientists to do now It's ironically the same exact thing. Why? Because those are the children of fallen angels. So, of course, they're going to reenact what they started in the Noah times. You know, so that's why we have to be very careful about what we're what we're influenced by, who we're influenced by, who's telling us what, because you just never know what kind of spirit is operating in these people. You know, you just never know. Um, However, I don't want to make this too much about that because that has its own time. But again, angels are 
Angels are capable of anything. They can bring peace or they could bring the war straight up. But for the most part, they are messengers. They are messengers between God in heaven, our creator, and us, the creations. And if you see them, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know. Probably listening to this, you'll start to remember some, some interesting times where you've met like a person or you've seen a person or you thought you've seen a person. And you felt, you felt something in your spirit and not, not fear like they're going to harm you. But fear like, yo, what was that? What the hell? Right? <laughs> um, angels are wonderful. Angels are wonderful. Um, definitely, if you do, always journal it. Journal your, your seeings down. Journal them. Write them down. Pray on them. You know, definitely pray on them. Angels are with us all the time. Most of the time, they're in their form, so your human eye can't perceive them at all. Like, it, re- it just really depends. It depends on what message needs to be brought. Or if they're not bringing a message, if it's just for angelic protection, again, you won't see them. You won't see them. You don't need to see them. But when they need you to know something, they're going to come. And even sometimes, just like how... Uh, demonic spirits can kind of like body snatch people you know like jump from body to body or from person to person like like for example in Fallen with Denzel angels can do the same thing they can do the exact same thing so stay aware keep your eyes open and always pray and give thanks give thanks for God's messengers give thanks for having the ability to even know of these creatures, you know, <laughs> because that's what they really are, like, a creature is a creation. <laughs>